The first reading is taken from 1 Thessalonians, chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, and may be found on page 202 of the New Testament section of the Church Bibles. Now concerning the times and the seasons, brothers and sisters, you do not have anything you do not need to have anything written to you. For you yourselves know very well that the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. When they say there is peace and security, then sudden destruction will come upon them, as labour pains come upon a pregnant woman, and there will be no escape. But you, beloved, are not in darkness, for that day to surprise you like a thief. For you are all children of light and children of the day. We are not of the night or of darkness. So then, let us not fall asleep as others do, but let us keep awake and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who are drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober and put on the breastplate of faith and love, and for a helmet, the hope of salvation. For God has destined us not for wrath, but for obtaining salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, so that whether we are awake or asleep, we may live with him. Therefore, encourage one another and build up each other, as indeed you are doing. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand for the Gospel reading. This is taken from Matthew, chapter 25, verses 14 to 30, and may be found on page 27 of the Church Bibles. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. For it is as if a man, going on a journey, summoned his slaves and entrusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to his ability. Then he went away. The one who had received the five talents went off at once and traded with them and made five more talents. In the same way, the one who had the two talents made two more talents. But the one who had received the one talent went off and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. After a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with them. Then the one who had received the five talents came forward, bringing five more talents, saying, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one with the two talents also came forward, saying, Master, you handed over to me two talents. See, I have made two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and trustworthy slave. You have been trustworthy in a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. Then the one who had received the one talent also came forward, saying, Master, I knew that you were a harsh man, reaping where you did not sow and gathering where you did not scatter seed. So I was afraid, and I went and hid your talent in the ground. Here you have what is yours. But his master replied, You wicked and lazy slave, you knew, did you, that I reap where I did not sow and gather where I did not scatter. 
then you ought to have invested my money with the bankers, and on my return I would have received what was mine own with interest. So take the talent from him, and give it to the one with the ten talents. For to all those who have, more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who have nothing, even what they have will be taken away. So as for this worthless slave, throw him into the outer darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Please be seated as we pray together. Send your Holy Spirit upon us now, that we might truly live and walk as followers of Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Well, you worthless slaves, there be weeping and gnashing of teeth. No, 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 I'm not preaching on that, okay? Uh, But let me introduce what I want to preach on today, which is 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 1 to 11, with one of my often repeated favourite phrases. This is not the subject for the sermon, but it enables me to introduce the subject of the sermon. The favourite phrase is, the best is often the enemy of the good. In other words, if you're always chasing the best, you're going to forget what's really good. Hence, it's a very good phrase and a good life motto. The trouble is I can't preach on that. Because what the sermon's about, 1 Thessalonians 5, is about making the best even better. Most of the New Testament is about things that are good, less than good, or downright rubbish. And the writers, under the inspiration of the Spirit, come to lift them up a bit. Hopefully, in God's mercy, to get them to the top. Because anything less than the best of the best of the best and the holiest of the holiest is not good for God. I think we probably realise that. So, Romans, Jews and Gentiles, don't get on with each other. We really need to sort that out. The Corinthian church, they're just not very loving. We really need a really nice poem. Love is. The Colossian church, all their heads were mixed up, complicated with following Jesus, it's all heresies. So we give them a long, long sermon all about Jesus. I could go on. But the brilliant thing for the church at Thessalonica, they were the best of the best. Let me briefly introduce them so that we've got time for the sermon, because they need a jolly good sermon. They're the best of the best. They can't just sit there. They can't just... I mean, look, just look at how good they are. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Because our message of the gospel came to you not only in word, but power and in the Holy Spirit and with great conviction. So they started really well. The word of God... The Spirit comes on them. And they got it. They became imitators of us and the Lord in spite of persecution and in spite of severe suffering. So everything was against them, but they're still carrying on true. Not surprisingly, it goes on. They were a wonderful example to other churches in Macedonia and Achaia. Oh, the best of the best. 
you're not miserable, rotten slaves, where they'd be weeping and gnashing of teeth one day. You, people of all saints, are the best of the best. I'm not speaking for myself. What lovely people. What a lovely church. How other people know us. All the things you've been through with the Lord. <laughs> How do you make the best better? You need a jolly good sermon. This is only, this is only chapter one. We've got five to go. And we're going to get to his conclusion at the end that obviously they need to listen to. Therefore, this is it. This is how you're going to get even better. Or actually, the metaphors are all mixed up because you need to be in grace. You'll one day be with the Lord in grace. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. And we'll look at what these words are because that's it. These are the words that make the best even better. Wonderful motto for parenting or looking after young adults or even clapped out 62-year-old clergy. This chap was saying of uh, his teenage children, I'm just going home, I'm going to pump their tyres up a bit. I'm just going to encourage them. Because even though they're my children, they get down a bit. Even though they're young adults, even though they've got a really good profession, even though they're doing really well, I'm just going to encourage them a little bit. Pump their tyres up. Now, the best of the best of the best advice is something we don't often hear. That's why Paul says these are in the Premier League. I'm going to give them God's inspired words to encourage them. I'm going to pump their tyres up a little bit. Notice what he's not saying. Oh, you're really nice people. Oh, I love what you're wearing. Nice hairdo today, Eric. Love the lipstick. Sorry, Sue. It, it's banter. It, it's civilised conversation. It, it smiles all round. We, we just encourage each other. And there's nothing wrong in that. And it's really good. But the puffing up, the encouragement, the building up of the people of God, the best of the best, therefore encourage each other. I will get round to it. Well, what are these words? I sometimes reflect these words aren't often used. Because if we're encouraging each other with these words, the main person responsible for your health and growth as a Christian is the person sitting next to you. Is <laughs> the person who hasn't come to church today. The main person responsible to enable you to be the best you can possibly be in God's mercy is someone else who is just queuing up to encourage you. Not to say banter about your hairdo. Sorry, Eric. <laughs> it is a really good hairdo. <laughs> Don't give me a number one. Just take it all off. <laughs> Helen, yours is good as well. Just marvellous. First word of encouragement. Therefore, encourage each other with these words. One day there's going to be a day when a thief will come just like your home's been broken into. Do you remember how that made you feel so awful and rotten? But the King of Kings comes to bring you to heaven, to save you from wrath, his wrath. But it's not going to be meted out on you. He's going to give you heaven. Encourage each other with these words. 
and then put on the breastplate of love and faith. Don't confuse that with the words General Synod are pontificating about. That really will mess with your head. This is just straightforward love for people and trust in God. The breastplate goes over your heart. Is something unsettling you? Did you get emotional? What's happening in your heart at the moment? What's happening in someone else's heart that you might not be able to know about? The only way to encourage each other, other than commenting on hairdo, is to love each other, the breastplate. Is to encourage each other to trust God. That's faith. And then you need to put the helmet of salvation on. Well, now, where does that go on? It goes on your feet, of course. That's why it's called a helmet. It goes on your head. So, so what messes with your head? What's happening in the world? What's happening in your life? What's happening in the life of someone you're caring for? Paul says, someone else should be encouraging you with these words, protect your heart with love with faith, and on your head, you're talking to someone now, make sure they know you're saved, that there's nothing about you that will make you any better for God. This is how you make the best of the best, people like you and I, better spiritually under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Encourage each other with these words. Even just before Paul says encourage each other, he talks about the day of the Lord coming like a thief, put on the breastplate of righteousness, the love and the faith, the helmet and hope of salvation, and remember Jesus Christ who died and rose again. These things should be part of everyday conversation with your hairdresser, particularly if it takes a long time or a short time. (laughs) or with your nearest and dearest or maybe you need a word of encouragement and no one's spoken to you we've we've failed you we've let you down because you're children of day you're alive in Christ heaven will come, not hell the spirit will be with you what wonderful words of encouragement. Someone should be saying those words to you. You should be saying those words to someone else. The brightest and the best, protected and made better. The worst snare, to be honest, for those who even think they're good and better or best, is complacency. So under the inspiration of the Spirit, Paul is guided to say protecting people from complacency. He doesn't use that word. Encourage each other with these words. Let's pray together. Consciously, even now, we trust in you with the breastplate that protects our hearts. We seek to be loved and to be loving. 
and we receive your helmet of salvation. Our hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ and his righteousness. Forgive us for those things that get us down, that we think about, that distract us from you. And help us not just to be good or better than anyone else, but to be your holy people of God. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.